Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real... This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to my show. My name is Dave, and thank you for joining me. You know, it was some time ago, approximately four and a half years ago, that I covered tonight's topic on the Dog Talk show on 610 AM CKTB. Uh, And I'm going to be covering this topic tonight. I have expanded my list, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. hope it's a real eye-opener for you. Uh, We're only going to have an hour. That's the whole thing. We're only going to have an hour, and time goes uh, fast. Plus, we have our messages to play, the commercial breaks from our sponsors. So I'm not going to cover everything on my list, but I'm going to put a damn good dent in it. Okay. So for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, tonight's topic is called The Dumb Things That Dog Owners Do. That's right. The Dumb Things That Dog Owners Do. Now, perhaps you've done some of these dumb things yourself as a dog owner. It doesn't mean you're dumb in general. It just means you've done some dumb things. But that's okay. We can educate you and teach you and kind of move you away from that level of dumbness so you don't make those dumb mistakes again with your dog. At any point in time in tonight's broadcast, if you, the listener, wants to join me and chip in to our conversation, you can do that. You can call me. Calling is better than texting, especially because this is a radio show. So 905 688 Two five eight two nine zero five six eight eight two five eight two. That number nine zero five six eight eight two five eight two is the number for you to call and chip in on the conversation as we talk about the dumb things that dog owners do. All right, so maybe you want to tell us a little story about something dumb that you know someone has done as a dog owner. They repeatedly keep doing these dumb things over and over. Uh, or perhaps it was you, and you, you don't mind confessing. You come on here to confess the dumb things that you've done. In the past, we're not here to judge you. We're here to help you. So uh, I have made my list. I would like to begin, but before I start, I want to remind the listeners that the Dog, sh- uh, dog Talk show is brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, the Maine West Animal Hospital, the Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital, and last but not least, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. These are the dog show uh, sponsors, dog talk radio show sponsors, and we're happy to have them as a sponsor. Here we go. uh, Some dumb things dog owners do. And again, we're not judging you. Please don't be offended by anything I say. We're all adults, right? (laughs) Or almost. All of us. All right, send the kids out of the room. No, it's okay. Uh, A lot of people do a dumb thing, and they drive around in the car 
That's not dumb. It's okay to drive around in the car. But they drive around in the car with the dog on their lap. Whether you're the driver or the passenger, you shouldn't be having your dog on your lap. I have a neighbor that does it all the time. Hopefully he's not listening to the broadcast tonight. But he'll drive by with his big Cadillac and his uh, dog on his lap. The little dog is right on his lap as he's driving and the window's down half the way and the dog's got his ears flapping in the wind and panting, looking out the window. Now the dog's having a great time sitting on his lap and the dog's having a great time going for a car car ride. But this is dangerous. If he ever has to slam on the brakes because some bozo in front of him is busy texting and slams on his brakes, he's going to crash into uh, the back of that car and the dog could end up breaking his neck or dying. The dog is going to become severely injured. If not, he's going to become, you know, dead. It's not safe having your dog on your lap when you're driving in a car. So people say, well, Dave, where should the dog be? Well, number one, a dog seat belt is what I recommend, or a crate, uh, what we call a carrier. Now, when you're selecting a crate for your dog, be sure to get down to Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Make sure the crate is large enough for your dog to stand, turn around, and lay down. So bring your dog with you when you go and select a crate, and then you got to make sure that the dimension of the crate will fit in your vehicle. I recommend the airline-approved traveling crate called the Vari Kennel. So if your car won't hold the crate because it's too small, then you can condition your dog through positive reinforcement to accept having a dog seatbelt on. It'd be far safer with one of those options than they will be sitting on your lap while you're driving. Uh, the next one I want to talk to you about is the people who uh, let their dog run loose in the back of a pickup truck. A lot of dumb dog owners do this. They let their dog run loose in the back of the truck, not in a crate, not secured in any, any way, shape, or form. The dog's just running loose in the back of the truck. Again, you get into an accident or you have to slam on your brakes. Boom, that dog rolls. He can hurt his shoulder, sustain, you know, tremendous injury. Uh, he can break his neck. He can go flying and be ejected out of the, the bed of the pickup truck. So if you're going to have your dog in the back of a pickup truck, please don't be dumb about it. Be wise about it. Put the dog in a traveling crate and then you'd have to build a frame for it, right? So that the crate's not going to tip over. A lot of people have done this and they use cables and tethers and kind of stabilize it to the back of the truck. You don't want that dog tipping over in the crate. No fun at all for the dog. I once saw a guy in a pickup truck slam on the brakes at a stop sign. The dog went flying out of the back of the truck. The guy yelled at the dog to get back into the truck. Dog jumped back into the truck. So dog wasn't injured, thank God. But still, uh, nothing smart about letting your dog run loose in the back of a truck while you're driving. And even if you have a cap on your truck, people say, well, if you have a cap on the truck, you know, that's good because then the dog won't jump out of the truck. But the cap on the truck certainly doesn't prevent your dog from injury if you get into an accident or a little fender bender of some kind. So you really still need the dog in a crate. Again, remember when you're using a crate, it's got to be large enough for the dog to stand, turn around and lay down and give them something to chew on in the crate as well. 
Another one I want to talk to you about, and this one drives me nuts. And there's a lot of people that do this. It's an increasing amount of dumb dog owners doing this. They give their dogs booze to drink. And they think it's funny to allow their dog to become hammered, to become inebriated. They give their dog some wine or in the summertime they crack open a beer and pour the beer in the dog's bowl. And the, of course, the dog's going to drink it. It's liquid. The dog is thirsty and the dog is trusting you. The dog is trusting you and you're betraying that trust by giving your dog alcohol. What the heck is the matter with you? Only a dumb dog owner would do that. That's not responsible. I mean, the dog looks to us for love, guidance, and direction. Why would you betray the trust and give your dog alcohol? A dog's liver, kidney, pancreas, they can't handle alcohol. So please, if you think it's funny to get your dog drunk, give your head a shake and find some other type of amusement for yourself that doesn't involve animal abuse. Because I think that's animal abuse to give a dog alcohol. I really do. I've seen people do it back when I was a teenager. I stopped them. Whoa, whoa, don't do that. Don't judge me on the crowd I hung out with. There's a lot of people that think it's funny to do that. Please don't give the dogs alcohol. Nothing funny about it. And on a lighter side of things, but still very problematic, this is a dumb thing to do as well. Give the dog food from the table. Let's feed him from the table. Give him some of my eggs or some of my toast, some of my bacon. Oh, yeah. Keep feeding Fluffy from the table. And now you're inadvertently teaching your dog to beg at the table. You're, you're reinforcing that it's a good idea that the dog hang out and loiter around the dining room table. So now when you have friends over, the dog's going to be sitting right in, right up to the front and center, right up close, maybe drooling on them, maybe barking at them. How annoying. Don't be a dumb dog owner. Please don't be a dumb dog owner and do any of these dumb things that I'm talking about. All right, your dog should not be fed from the table. Not a good idea. You're going to end up with a dog that always thinks he's supposed to be hanging out at the table. And then he's going to be putting his paw on somebody's leg as well. Right? Because that's what they do when they want something. They may bark at you, put their paw on your leg. Not good. We're going to have to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to continue having a blast with me, Dave McMahon, tonight on the Dog Talk Radio Show as we talk about the dumb things that many dog owners do. I'll be right back. Get the picture. Because you left and right wanted to get back together. You moved on, found another and it leaves no question. She cries to her friends just to get attention. She puts you down, but you let her. A couple of issues on the Fort Erie bound QEW on the snowy drive home. Fort Erie bound approaching Dorval. Watch out for a crash in two right lanes with a slow drive from Fort Drive. After that, Fort Erie bound at third line. Another crash takes over the center lane. Then further delays from Burloak to Guelph line. Of course, I mentioned the snow. It's happening in some parts of Niagara region. So watch out for slippery sections and visibility issues as well. Still a slow one for cars into Canada. Just under a half an hour delay on the Queenston-Lewiston and the Peace Bridges. And a 20 minute delay on the Rainbow Bridge. 
Looking to buy a home? FairSquare has dedicated home buying realtors ready to help and give you $2,000 cash back. Visit fairsquare.ca. Restrictions apply. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB. Time saver traffic next in 15 minutes. Cloudy for tonight. We'll see rain or snow ending after midnight, then a chance of some flurries. Two centimeters in the forecast, a low of one. Tomorrow, cloudy, chance of flurries changing over to a chance of some rain showers late in the morning, windy, high of five. Wednesday will be sunny with a high of 10. Thursday, rain, windy, high of 15. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Switching your car and home insurance to Bel Air Direct with an online quote could save you up to $750. So you can get up to 30 days of takeout or maybe up to two playoff tickets or even up to half a laptop. It's $750. It's up to you. Bel Air Direct. Conditions apply. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <laughs> Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. <laughs> Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. It's the hottest show on TV. Rob Lowe. 911 Lone Star. Canada's number one drama. Get into it. At a new time tonight at 9, only on CTV. Then stream anytime. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Dog Talk. We are brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, the Maine West Animal Hospital, the Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital, and the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. And if you're joining me for the first time, my name is Dave McMahon. Welcome aboard. I'm the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario and I operate a full-scale dog training school. We provide basic through intermediate and advanced obedience training. We do group classes, we do private lessons, we do behavior consultations. You can even send your dog to us for training. We do specialized board and train programs. And we were voted best dog training school by the Reader's Choice Awards for the last 23 years. Not that I'm counting. Thank you for voting for us. The website for the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy is davemcmahon.ca. That's www.davemcmahon.ca. And we are talking about the dumb things that many dog owners do. As I mentioned earlier, you're welcome to chip in on tonight's topic and phone in live on air with me right now. Don't be scared and don't bite. And maybe you could let us know if I've missed one. <laughs> As I said, the show's only an hour long, 
2582 Now, uh, being a man who has a lot of experience coaching people and understanding how people think, I'm sure there was a lot of people that saw the Facebook promo on 610 CKTB wondering, why is he doing that? Why is he calling dog owners dumb? I'm not saying dog owners are dumb. I'm just saying there's a lot of dumb things that dog owners do. And a lot of these dumb things that dog owners do are done by very educated people. They just don't know any better. We're here to educate. There's no doubt about it. Another thing that people do, dumb thing dog owners do, is they give their dog cannabis. They give their dog some pot, some weed, some ganja to chew on. Okay? And would you give a baby, would you give your kid some weed to chew on? We're not talking about CBD or a measured dose of something that you got from your holistic veterinarian. We're talking about guesswork. We're talking about rolling the dice on your dog's physical well-being. It's dangerous to give your dog some weed to eat. Why? Because dogs can overdose on weed. People say, ha, ha, Mr. McMahon, you cannot overdose on cannabis. Oh, yes, you can. People can and dogs can. Now, define overdose. Well, okay, if a dog overdoses from eating marijuana, it means the dog will become very lethargic, very weak, very drowsy, and perhaps vomit, which means the dog has ingested too much cannabis. So please don't give your dog cannabis. When we've had Dr. Bond, the veterinarian from the Maine West Animal Hospital in our program many times in the past, he has spoke about many occasions where his patients will come with a dog that is inebriated on cannabis. The dog is like gonzoed, smashed, hammered. And a lot of people will say that the dog, you know, found their weed and chewed it and ate it and swallowed it. That being said, if you are a weed smoker, and I've got no problem with people smoking weed, right? Do, do your thing. Oh, yeah. But keep it under lock and key, right? You don't want your, your little kid to get into that. You certainly don't want your dog to get into that, right? So lock it. Put it in your little special box. Put it in your little special hiding place. Keep the ganja. Keep the Mary Jane Juana away from your dog, please, so that your dog doesn't get into it, all right? So that's important. Another, another dumb thing that dog owners do is they don't respect their neighbors, and they allow their dogs to bark their heads off outside in the backyard. You ever had a neighbor like that? I have. Luckily, the neighbor sold their house and moved with their dog. I've got great neighbors now. But no one wants to listen to your dog barking his head off outside. If you have a dog that's barking his head off, please seek the professional help of a professional dog trainer. I happen to know a couple good ones. Reach out to me, Dave McMahon, at davemcmahon.ca. All my contact information is there. But to rudely and crudely just leave the dog outside to bark. Some people go shop and leave the dog in the backyard. Backyard's fenced. Uh, he'll be okay. No one wants to listen to your dog barking all day or all night. Honestly. And then the city gets involved. You can get a fine. Oh, yeah. You can get a fine noise disturbance. That's right. 
Nobody wants it. All right, let's continue with this awesome list of the dumb things that dog owners do. Uh, as I mentioned, I covered this topic a few years back, but my list has grown. Does that mean that dumbness is on the rise? Does that mean that stupidity is on the rise? Ignorance is on the rise? I don't know. Just my observation here. A lot of people will um, allow their dog to be on their lap, right? So they let the dog come up on their lap, you know, and to pet the dog and praise the dog and give him a hug. But then they'll get all peed off if the dog jumps onto the company's lap. So try and understand something. If you let your dog on your lap, your dog's going to think it's a-okay to jump on laps, period. And one day your dog's going to jump on your visitor's lap or your grandma's lap. And the dog's going to knock the hot coffee right out of her hand. And the dog's going to end up wearing the scalding liquid from the tea or coffee. It's just dangerous. It's just dangerous to let the dog sit on your lap. I mean, you didn't know, right? You didn't know you were doing a dumb thing, right? No one sets, sets out, to, I'm going to do some dumb things today. You didn't know. But you got to watch out for this. Plus, a lot of people put puppies on their lap and pet their puppy. What they don't realize is when you're petting a dog that's on your lap, you're inadvertently reinforcing the behavior. The dog's getting praised for being on your lap. And he's going to continue the behavior. Dogs always continue what they've been allowed to do and what they've been rewarded to do. You can see I have my trainer hat on, not just this one that I'm touching on my head. But so you got to watch out for that. Right? Your dog's going to go on your lap. He's going to try and jump on everyone's lap. And as he gets older, because he's not going to be a puppy forever, he's going to get older, he's going to get heavier. He's going to get stronger. And he's going to seriously be too big for someone's lap. So... Don't be dumb. Don't let your dog up on your lap. And what, what's going on with these dogs or these dog owners that think it's okay to let their dog run loose when you take the dog for a walk? Have you ever encountered this? Take your dog for a walk on a leash and a loose dog comes barreling up to your dog off the leash? <laughs> Very frustrating. You know, and they usually say something stupid, something dumb. Like, oh, don't worry. She's friendly. Well, that doesn't mean that you have the right to allow your dog to run loose and come barreling up to my dog. Not nice, not polite, pretty dumb, I'd say. There is a leash law. You have to follow the leash laws when you're in the city, where in the town you are from. The municipalities have leash laws. So we don't want to let our dogs run loose up to people when we are taking our dog for a walk on the leash. Dum, 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 dum. Quit doing that. Uh, and also, we have this problem, too. Another dumb thing dog owners do is they will uh, allow their dog to sniff your dog without getting consent from you. So they'll allow their dog to come up and actually make contact with your dog. Uh, and let their dog sniff your dog without asking your permission first. Now, some of you are going, oh, okay, like, suddenly that's a big crime, Dave? Well, let me tell you, not all dogs are game for it. Not all dogs are game for being sniffed. Not all dogs are going to appreciate a strange dog's nose sniffing their body. And what they'll do is they'll snap at your dog's nose and you could end up with a ratata, a little fight between two dogs. So please don't let your dog sniff another dog because you're playing Russian roulette. You just don't know the outcome. 
right? Could be a dogfight, right? So that's important to remember. Now, we are going to be taking a short break in a minute. And we're going to come back because I'm just getting this going. I'm just lighting the fire now. The dumb things that dog owners do, you can chip in. You can call me and be live on the air with me if you're brave enough. Come on, you can do it. You ever done karaoke? Of course, you might have been drinking when you did. So you had the courage, the liquid courage when you did your karaoke. You don't need boost. Come on the air with me. All you need is some water, clear head, and a cup of coffee. That's it. 905-688-2582 if you want to join in on the fun. Give me a shout. 905-688-2582. If you don't want to call, that's okay, too. I can carry the show without you. We're going to be back with more dog talk right after this on 610 CKTB. I'm Dave McMahon. I'll tell you what I got. You see, when I was growing up, I got the inside scoop by you the watch all the older fellas work down the block. That's why when they used to work out. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <laughs> Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. I tried to spend as much time as I could on the front lines with protesters. You got to talk to people. Political journalist and national affairs specialist Evan Solomon is on News Talk 610 CKTB. Get to the front line so people can see genuinely what's happening live and transparently. When people were screaming at me or calling me Nazi or spitting at me rather or calling me a liar or fake news, that's fine. That's their right. Join Evan Solomon weekdays noon until 2 on News Talk 610 CKTB. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is excited to announce it will be opening on Saturday starting in May. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center will be open for physiotherapy, fitness, weight loss, and swimming. Has your pet gained some winter weight? Enroll in their weight loss and fitness program with their nutrition and fitness specialist. Call now to book your appointment at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca. Now, two problems have gone from the highways, Fort Erie-bound QEW approaching Dorval and further Fort Erie-bound at 3rd Line. Still some Fort Erie-bound delays left through Oakville from Ford Drive to Trafalgar and Toronto-bound from Guelph Line to Trafalgar. Well, you're problem-free now on the, the highways. Just look out for some road work underway in Lincoln, closing Pelham Road from 20 Road to Wessel until June the 3rd. And last but not least, the snowfall continues in some parts of Niagara region, so take extra caution wherever you're going. Could be some visibility issues as well. Ready to inspire and be inspired? Fit, active, beautiful foundation, she can, we can, 5K run walk is June 11th in Hamilton. Register at imfab.ca. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB, time saver traffic. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <laughs> Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 
This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show. I'm Dave McMahon. Thank you to our awesome producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. Welcome back, Greg. Let's hear it. Love that music. Hello to everyone out there in Radio Land and online and all that other stuff. I'm Dave McMahon. Dog trainers are opinionated. There's no doubt about it. You know who's more opinionated than dog owners and dog trainers? Dog breeders. They want to tell you what to feed the dog, what time to put it to bed, what vet to use, what to do, what not to do. Sign a non-breeding contract. Do this, do that. Don't use this kind of training collar. Do this, do that. Dog breeders. They're the opinionated ones, not me. Dogs and e-bikes. Dogs and e-bikes. Let's talk about it. We're talking about the dumb things that dog owners do. Now, there's nothing wrong with an e-bike. You want to drive an e-bike, please be careful. Uh, don't drink and drive any vehicle, right? Because I just heard a lot of people driving e-bikes were getting into accidents, all liquored up, hammered, read something about that. So that's uncool. But, I mean, the people that have an e-bike and you've got your dog running along the side on a leash, right? You're tripping on down the road on your e-bike and your dog's kind of you know, trotting alongside or running full steam. Not cool, not good, not very smart. Do you have any idea if you wipe out or if someone cuts you off or you get into any kind of an accident of any kind, you're going to hit the dog with the e-bike. The dog is going to sustain an injury. All right. Plus, how far are you traveling with the e-bike? Like, I have no idea how long these batteries last on an e-bike. I really don't. But, I mean, some people, they go too far on the e-bike with the dog. So let's look at that. You know, let's look at the repetitiveness of the dog trying to keep up, the jogging alongside, right? Not good for the dog's knees, hips, elbows, and joints to be running for such a long time. Maybe someone's going for an hour and a half. The dog shouldn't be running for an hour and a half. Too much for the dog, especially if it's a puppy and his bones and his uh, ligaments and his body isn't finished being developed. So I don't think it's cool that you're out on your e-bike. Is that how an e-bike sounds? With your dog running alongside of you. It's dangerous. You wipe out, boom, you smack into your own dog. Not good. Uh, another thing that I feel is really, really dumb that dog owners do is they bring their dog into the bathroom with them. When they're sitting on the throne, you're about to do your business on your throne in the bathroom and you've got your dog in there with you. Close the door. Your dog don't need to see that or smell that. Close the door. Every time you let your dog in the bathroom with you, you're creating a Velcro dog, a dog that's going to be glued to you and is going to have difficulty functioning on his own without you being there. That's right. You're creating a codependency. 
you're creating a big problem by bringing your dog everywhere with you. It's got to stop. If you can't have a peaceful poop on the toilet without your dog, come on, give me a break. You are inadvertently reinforcing that it's okay for the dog to be in the bathroom with you. Okay, so what's the outcome? Keep letting the dog into the bathroom. There might come a day when you don't want the dog in the bathroom any longer. And guess what the dog's going to do when you close the bathroom door? They're going to scratch on the bathroom door. They're going to scratch. Let me in, daddy. Let me in. And they're going to be damaging the door, putting grooves in the door with their toenails. You won't appreciate it if you have to replace the door. And your landlord certainly won't appreciate it if you're renting the house. Dogs and bicycles. We could go at this. Oh, the dumb things that dog owners do. I'll tell you. One thing after another. Just like with the e-bike. A lot of people on the bicycles. I'm gonna, I got to drain them. Got to drain my dog, they tell me. Right? When I've questioned them about this. Got to drain my dog. Yeah, but if you wipe out on your bike, and it can happen, a lot of cars don't have respect for bikes and vice versa. So someone cuts you off or you wipe out, you're going to injure the dog when you're on the bike. The bike's going to hit the dog. I don't think it's cool. I really think it's dumb, in fact, to be on your bike with your dog jogging alongside of you. All right. Why don't you jog with your dog on a leash? Why don't you do that, right? Wear off that quarter pounder that you just had for lunch or them chicken wings. Do a little cardio, right? You got to teach them to heal first on the leash before you go jogging with your dog. Taking your dog to a dog park. I mean, this is one of the dumbest things a dog owner can do. And I've talked about it for years and years and years on the Dog Talk radio show on 610 CKTB. Taking your dog to a dog park. It's dangerous. There's far too many variables. So if you haven't heard me drone on about that, I will for a bit, but not long because I have other things to talk about. Way too many variables. There could be an aggressive dog at the dog park that pins your dog down, damages the psyche of your dog, maybe physically puts a hole in your dog's neck. Okay, I'm friends with a lot of vets. Hard to believe I have friends, but I do. I'm friends with a lot of vets, and they tell me horror stories about the dogs that got chewed up while playing at the dog park. Now people have good intentions, go to the dog park to exercise Fluffy and let them burn off some steam. Let him meet a few friends while he's at it. But you never know about the temperament or the sanity of the other dogs that are there. Not all dogs get along. So I would stay the heck out of dog parks if I were you. And here's another one that my daughter Nina told me about. And she says, Dad, you got to put it on your list tonight. And I really love when the younger people give us ideas because they have fresh thoughts and fresh ideas. They really add to, to everything. They're really good at contributing to everything. My daughter, Nina, said, don't forget to talk about people letting the dogs loose in public parks. How disrespectful is that? Again, there is a leash law. It's not your right of passage to go to a public park. Just let your fluffy run loose off leash when parents are there with children. And the parents have to contend Right? The parents of the kids have to contend with your dog running up to the child. Some kids might be frightened of dogs. Some kids might not be into dogs. Some parents don't want a dog running loose. I mean, even if it is a friendly dog, big dog 
doesn't even know its own strength, can knock a kid over, can bulldoze a kid, knock him flying. Please don't let your dog loose in a public park. Seriously, it's a dumb thing to do. And then walking your dog with the extend -a leash or as some of you call it, the retractable leash. Oh my God. My son-in-law or my future son-in-law, Colin was coming to visit me at my house. And uh, he was turning the corner coming to our crescent where we live. And someone was walking a dog with a retractable slash extend -a leash. And the dog went right onto the road. The guy let the dog right out, gave him 20 feet of leash. Dog went right out on the road Colin had to swerve real fast to miss the dog. Don't walk your dog with an extend-a-leash or retractable leash. That's a dumb thing to do. Please, instead, keep your dog close to you. Why? It's safer that way. Walk your dog in a six-foot leash. Bring your dog to school. Have your dog closer to you. We're going to take a short, short break. And we're coming back with more dog talk. Tonight's topic, the dumb things that dog owners do. I'm Dave McMahon, and I'm here for you right after this. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is excited to announce it will be opening on Saturdays starting in May. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center will be open for physiotherapy, fitness, weight loss, and swimming. Has your pet gained some winter weight? Enroll in their weight loss and fitness program with their nutrition and fitness specialist. Call now to book your appointment at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. First aid, electricity. When you walk in, Welcome back to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon from the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Glad you're here with me tonight. 
talking about the dumb things that dog owners do. Petting the dog without asking permission first. Not cool. A lot of people reach out, pet a dog on top of the head. Hey, what's up, Fluffy? What's up? Okay, not every dog is socialized. Not every dog is game for a stranger's hand to be on top of their head. Not a good idea. Ask permission before you pet, okay? Ask permission before you pet. All right, because not every dog appreciates your hand on top of their head. Here's another dumb thing dog owners do. They give their dog a timeout in the crate. You're a naughty dog. You shouldn't have chewed the boots that daddy has. Shame on you. Now you can go in the crate with the door shut and have a timeout. Do you think for one second the dog sits in the crate going, this really sucks. Had I not chewed the boots, I wouldn't have to sit here in jail like this. Okay. The dog doesn't comprehend a timeout. The dog does not comprehend a timeout. I'm going to say it three times. The dog does not comprehend a timeout. Timeouts don't work. Seek the help of a professional trainer. If your dog's destroying your valuables, call me, Dave McMahon. All my contact information's on the website, davemcmahon.ca. But don't put the dog in the crate for timeout. It's a dumb thing to do because it won't work. Here's another thing dogs, dog owners should do. They leave their dog outside on a short chain to live in a doghouse. Do you know there are still people doing this today? They leave the dog outside. He's tied to a short chain and he's living in a doghouse. What a, what a horrible existence for a dog. Seriously, if you don't want the dog in the house, then don't get a dog. Maybe have a cow or a chicken or a bird or, you know, or, or some other animal. Livestock, perhaps, but even then you'll need a lean-to or some kind of a barn for shelter. Okay, uh, but I mean, leave it, leaving a dog outside on a short chain tied to a doghouse? No, not cool, not cool. Another dumb thing that dog owners do is they give the dog an old slipper to chew on. A lot of the old fogies do it. Uh, they still do it, and a lot of the fo old fogies used to do it. They give the dog an old slipper. I don't care about that slipper, I'll just give it to the dog. You give a dog an old slipper to chew on, he's going to start chewing on the new slippers. He won't differentiate between the old slipper and the new slipper that you paid more money for. Or they'll take an old towel that has a bleach stain, right? Or it has some dye from the, someone dyeing their hair. It has like a dye stain on the towel. They'll tie it in a knot and they'll play tug with Fluffy. They'll give that to the dog. Don't give the dog an old towel to carry around chew on. He'd be going after the new towels. I'm telling you. The dumb things that some dog owners do. A lot of dog owners get angry at the dog and they hit the dog. Please don't hit your dog. Not with a rolled up newspaper. Don't hit him with an electric fly swatter. Don't hit him with your hand. Don't spank your dog. It's inhumane. It doesn't work. You know I'm pressed for time. I'm keeping an eye on the clock. 6.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be ejected from my seat, not rejected, ejected from my seat at exactly 6.59. And I still have some more valuable points to bring to your attention. Talking about the dumb things that dog owners do, they chase the dog for failure to come when called. Never chase him if he doesn't come when called.
Call me. I can help you. If your dog isn't coming to you, you should be coming to me. It's a great slogan, isn't it? And I will train you to train your dog to come when called on the first command. But don't chase after them. You chase after your dog, all you're doing is teaching them to run away from you. That's all you're doing. And don't give the dog rawhide. That's another dumb thing people do. They give the dog rawhide to chew on. Rawhide is extremely dangerous. There's all kinds of evidence, factual information that you can read online all about how dangerous rawhide is. Not good for the dog. Okay? They can choke on it. They can die from it. Don't give the dog rawhide. It's a dumb thing to do. Same with pork chop bones and chicken bones and steak bones. A lot of the old fogies used to do it. Not so much nowadays. A lot of the old fogies are getting more clever. And they're learning that these things aren't good for dogs. For example, a steak bone or a pork chop bone. You cook something on the barbecue. And ah, give the dog a bone. Well, not really because these cooked bones there, they're going to splinter. And uh, they can't digest this. It's going to... Uh, Graze the esophagus, tear the uh, the stomach liner, disturb the rectal tract. Not good. Don't give them steak bones. And here's one that kills me too. I'll tell you, these things are still going on today because people reveal it to me when I have a behavior consultation with them at my academy. It's a horrible method of correction. So people, some people are trying to housebreak their dogs. Dog goes pee or poo in the house, right? Number one or number two. And the people will punish the dog. They'll grab the scruff of the dog's neck and they'll drag the dog over and they'll put his nose in the pee or poo. A lot of the old fogies used to do that. Not so much now, but still some of them do. Don't put your dog's nose in the poo or the pee. The dog is not going to learn by this ridiculous training method. It doesn't work. And it's a very dumb thing to do. Doesn't mean you're dumb. Just means you're doing some dumb things. Quit doing these dumb things. No good for you, no good for your dog. All right, don't put your dog's nose into pee or poo. All right, very important you quit that. Punish up, punish the dog for chewing your belongings while you're away at the store. Leave the dog alone, come home, he chews the couch. People can't help themselves. They have to take a picture of the couch all chewed. All the stuffing is out of the cushion. Look what Fluffy did while I was out for an hour. Fluffy can't be trusted, obviously, if he's chewing things. So you may need to put Fluffy in a crate, not as a form of punishment. But you can use the crate as a form of prevention. That's how you can prevent destructive behavior. Put Fluffy in the crate and always give your dog something to chew on while in the crate. Like a Kong toy. Oh, they love them Kong toys. Oh, you got to put some peanut butter, almond butter in there. They will love that. Got to give them something to do in the crate. All right. Don't leave a dog loose in your house if they can't be trusted. All right. If they're young and they're going through a teething stage, got to put them, got to put them in the crate to prevent the destructive behavior. Here's another one we'll finish off with. And so many people do this, uh, whether it's smoking the ganja or smoking the cigarettes or, uh, Pipe or whatever you're smoking. Cigars. Smoking around the dog. Not cool. All right. It's not cool. Smoking in the car with the dog. Windows up. Smoking in the house. Windows up. Secondhand smoke is bad for your dogs. Get it through your heads. 
Secondhand smoke is no good for dogs. Stop doing dumb things. <laughs> it's been my pleasure to pre uh, present this to you tonight, the dumb things that dog owners do. An hour wasn't nearly long enough. We'll have to revisit this topic sometime in the near future. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Dave McMahon. You have yourselves a doggone awesome night. Do you want, do you want to